Hey there, thanks for listening to another episode of the Jack Eason Podcast. We are talking about the issues of loneliness, isolation, and how to overcome them with true friendship and community. For more information on these and other issues, check out Jack's website at jackeason.org. Now here's Jack. So I'm spending a little bit of time today with uh, Lauren Mapp, and uh, I know you are a, um, a writer for the San Diego Union Tribune. Uh, covering a lot of different issues. I came across an article, I think, uh, talking about loneliness and especially uh, the elderly. We may talk a little bit about that today. She is a graduate of San Diego State University, which is awesome, uh, uh, with a degree in journalism and a minor in American Indian Studies. Oh, I got to talk about that too, because that's just, that's fascinating to me. But you've been a, a writer and a, a freelance writer and a lot of, part of a lot of um, staff position, senior staff writer, uh, and editor-in-chief for a, a paper, an arts editor. This, this kind of, uh, it, it sounds like writing's in your blood. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been a writer ever since, you know, before I could even actually write words, I would just sit there with my, my little notebook as, like, as a kid and draw out curly cues, just like, and just write and write and write, and I would just sit there, like, while my mom was working on her papers for college, and I would just, like, be sitting there doing my curly cues, and so once I started reading and writing, um, actually reading and writing, I I loved it, and I've done it my entire life, pretty much. That's awesome. How how did you, the the, the article, again, that I think I came across, uh, because I was looking, and you you have a a lot uh, here, especially of, for those that are watching, uh, now, I don't know when you're watching this, but uh, while we're re- recording this or uh, having this conversation, we're in the midst of this wonderful pandemic. And so I know you've written a lot about that, especially how it affects um, uh, maybe the elderly and mental illness and how people are kind of navigating with this whole COVID-19. What are some of the things maybe initially we can talk about that you've discovered through uh, through your writing with what's going on right now with this pandemic? Yeah, so um, at the San Diego Union Tribune, my primary beat is talking about elder care, senior care, and caregiving issues um, for the senior community. um, Social isolation and loneliness is a really big issue in the best of times. Um, Mm. As people get older, they um, there's a significant group of people that tend to um, become a little bit more um, isolated, they're staying at home more often, maybe they're not comfortable driving to go out to events. Um, I've talked to people in the past that say, you know, the older you get, the more your core group of friends starts to diminish because, you know, people just naturally, you know, pass away or move away and your social group gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Mm. And so now you have the pandemic and the stay-at-home order um, across the whole world. Um, This is really affecting everybody. And, you know, this health issue is especially important for seniors um, to stay safe and stay at home. And so you have this group that was already pretty socially isolated and um, lonely, and now it's being exacerbated by the pandemic. Um, So, yeah, so a lot of the... The reporting I've done, or some of the reporting I've been doing over the past few weeks has been really hyper-specific for social isolation and especially getting people resources, um, whether that's resources for groceries and meals or um, finding um, mental health care that can be done through telemedicine or over 
video chat over the phone. Mm. Just so people have somebody to talk to and have uh, a way to connect with the community while still staying at home and staying safe. Yeah. The, one of the articles I saw that, that kind of you, you uh, wrote that was talking about this issue uh, that really intrigued me because uh, of the book that I just finished called The Loneliness Solution, one of the things that I discovered was obviously the, the, the millennial or Gen Z even age group, though they're the most connected, perhaps they're the most disconnected and they face social isolation. That's kind of one group. But the other group is the group that you just talked about, which is the elderly. And you, you mentioned in one of the, I think it was one of the articles that I read about a program uh, that a, a, an organization in San Diego has where they are uh, calling, I, I guess it was, was it San Diego County was actually calling regularly the elderly just to give them someone to chat with. Uh, how, how does that work and what, what is that working well? I love that idea. Yeah, so in San Diego County, um, we have a couple of different programs that do senior calls. So there's one that's from the city of San Diego side and there's one that is from the, um, the county sheriff's um, side. Both of them will organize calls like we're going to call you every Monday at 9 a.m. or you know they'll set up a schedule of when they're going to call the county sheriff's program. It's called the You Are Not Alone. Their program also does um, physical visits. Um, although now that I say that, I'm not sure if they're doing the actual physical visits right now, but they'll, the, the way their program works is that they'll call you, you know, they, they say that they'll call you every like Monday at nine. And if you don't answer by the third attempt, then they'll send out a, a sheriff's volunteer, a senior, um, senior volunteer with the sheriff's department to come make sure that you're okay. Wow. And, through that, they've they have found you know people in the past that had fallen and had been stuck in a place you know all weekend, um, and were able to get help only because they didn't they missed their, that call. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so there's those two programs. There was also the San Diego Oasis, which is a local chapter of a, a national um, education program for older adults. They have basically built a senior community over the internet so wow wow um, very very quickly they um as you know things started shutting down here in san diego they started merging their classes that were typically just uh in-person classes to being in an online format and now they have people uh, older adults from all around the world connecting with one another learning about different subjects together um, participating in book clubs and um uh support groups and, mm -hmm. you know, really building this virtual community where they have somebody that they can connect with. So. Yeah, that is, that is amazing. I, I know when I was reading the article that you wrote about the, uh, the calling program through the phone call uh, system, uh, that this is something that, that San Diego has been doing that particular organization. I think it was AgeWell services. If I remember, I'm trying to look at my notes here and they've been doing this like for 15 years. I mean, wow. That, that's a, a, amazing. I, I hope other places or around the nation catch on to this idea um, because it's, uh, it, it is simple. What, what are some other things you kind of have discovered, especially when it comes to the elderly and seniors that are working for them to overcome loneliness? I mean, you mentioned a couple, the virtual community and making phone calls, but I know this is kind of your area of expertise. What, what would you suggest maybe to someone who's listening or watching who has parents or grandparents who fall into this category and are going, how can I help them not be so isolated? 
Yeah, so I think um, with, you know, being stuck at home, people's initial fear is they don't want to go and interrupt somebody's life and they don't want to, you know, go and visit if it's not going to be safe, but there are safe ways to have virtual visits, you know, via video chat. Um, the, the CEO of uh, San Diego Oasis, she mentioned that, you know, there's this big stigma when it comes to older adults and uh, the internet and technology. But once, but it, and while it might take a little bit more time for them to be able to use some of these services, a lot of them adapt really well once they, they've had instruction. So mm -hmm. it could just take a couple of failed attempts to, you know, FaceTime someone or get them on, on Facebook or whatever, but then you have that forum. Um, a lot of people are doing um, visits through Windows. So they'll go to someone's mm -hmm. house or they'll go to the senior care facility where they live and they'll just have a conversation through the window. Maybe they're both on the phone so that, you know, they have the windows shut, they're still safe, um, mm -hmm. but they can at least see each other. Actually, just this morning, I saw a photograph of a woman, I believe in New Jersey, who went to go visit her grandmother for the first time since the pandemic, and they had set up a plastic sheet on a clothing line. Wow. And they gave each other a hug through this plastic sheet. It was the first time that her grandmother had had physical contact with someone in months. Wow. Uh, so there are all these different ways that you can you can connect with people. Um, for people that are living in senior care facilities, um, whether it's you know long-term care, or skilled nursing, you can also try to coordinate with the staff there to to help with the video call. Mm. Um, and that's been helpful for people, especially mm -hmm. St. Paul's here in San Diego. I know they've been doing a lot of work with um, setting up video calls between residents and families. And, and yeah, I think that answers your question question yeah. no that's great I, I just i know this is your area i know especially now like i said with with the pandemic and the covid 19 this age group uh, especially is um maybe more socially isolated than than ever before uh and so i know you've just done you've done a lot of of uh of writing and thoughts especially again with with uh, the elderly um and, and it's and it's ashamed. I mean, long before the pandemic, they there was this issue. I think now maybe it's heightened, uh, or at least a heightened awareness for those of us who are maybe paying attention for the first time because of this is going on, even though it's been around. Um, I know one of the people that you uh, interviewed who was a volunteer, I think, with the calling program. Um, uh, one of the quotes that intrigued me. I, uh, he, he said, "I want people to know there's a resource out there." I think people like hearing a friendly voice and I just thought yeah there's not a lot of friendly <laughs> friendly voices in the world right now for a lot of reasons um, but uh, what what else would you say to, to give advice to somebody who's really uh, want, wants to be a part of the solution especially when it comes to the elderly what are some things they can do as far as educating themselves how to help yeah, so I mean, if you're a caregiver, whether you live with your loved one or not, um, you know, you could just be, you could be living across the country and helping somebody navigate, you know, their health care and their living situation. You know, I would say the, the key thing is to reach out to the, the person that you're, um, that you love or the person that you're, you know, caring for and ask what they need. And, you know, are they having problems getting food? Are they having problems? Um, are they feeling alone at home by themselves? Um, but then, you know, getting creative with, 
you know, with setting up those video chats, even just writing letters and sending out cards just because, you know, mm. a lot of uh, the older generation is also a generation that grew up sending letters and cards and they didn't have the internet when they were kids um, or, you know, teenagers. And, you know, having an actual physical letter or card that you sent send could, you know, maybe cost a dollar for the paper and the envelope and the postage or whatever, but they can save that forever. And they can, mm. you know, they can put it in a scrapbook. They can take it out whenever they want to think about their grandchild or their, their um, um, friend or wh whomever. And it's a really good reminder that somebody out there is there and cares for them. Yeah. I, I love that. If you want to reach out to, if somebody wants to reach out to you, Lauren, and uh, ask more questions, uh, what's, what's the best way that they can reach you? I know you're on social media everywhere. Is that the, is that the best way or email? What's, what's the best way for them to connect? Yeah. So you can email me at uh, lauren.map. So it's L-A-U-R-E-N dot M-A-P-P at sduniontribune.com. Uh, you can also reach me on Twitter at Lauren J. Mapp, uh, two P's. Uh, yeah, I think those are the two best ways. And my DMs are open, so you can send me a message on, on Twitter, no problem. Okay, awesome, awesome. Thank you. And it, I tell you what, if you have enjoyed just uh, uh, hearing what Lauren shared today, please share this podcast with your friends. Uh, subscribe, spread the word, follow us on social media, and pick up a copy of uh, your Loneliness Solution book uh, right here on the website. So, Lauren, thanks for spending some time with me today. I appreciate it. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Lauren, thanks for spending some time with us today, and I hope that if you want to know more about uh, loneliness and dealing with the elderly, that you will reach out with Lauren. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, please share it with a friend, give us a big rating, and keep listening right here. Subscribe as well, and you can even see video versions and find out more about the book and other details about loneliness by going to my website, jackeason.org. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Jack Eason Podcast. Be sure to check out the website for blogs, videos, and more help on the issues of loneliness, friendship, and community. To get updates on the release of Jack's new book from Ravel Publishing, sign up for an email alert at jackeason.org.